this podcast available in video on YouTube, audio wherever you're. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. Yo! Rebel scum. James, hello. Of the rebellious kind. <laughs> Ooh, look at that graphic. How goes it? <laughs> Not too bad, are you? Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Heidi's in the chat. Pauline's in the chat. We've gotten live. Tonight we are live, episode 271. Ooh. How exciting is that? How exciting. Super exciting. Uh, the show's looking sleek. It's looking good. Um, we Can got you a new me? Bad Batch. Hmm? Ask me if I saw the new Bad Batch. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to. I haven't seen last week's either. I mean, you know what? I could. I heard this week was a phenomenal. Can you concur, Brock? Um, yeah, it was quite good on like on many different like aspects. We saw return of spoilers, Commander Cody. So that's super exciting. And it was a, it was like uh, one of those episodes where it's like one story within like a bottle episode. Uh, it was uh, Crosshair and Commander Cody working together, so it was kind of cool. So we don't see the rest of the. Uh, I was gonna say skeleton crew, uh, bad batch, but uh, the music was like intensely good in this in this uh, this episode. It was really it's typical Filoni where it's like here's a couple episodes that kind of like are good, but like they're just sort of whatever, and then you get this other thing, and you're like, right, this is why I continue to watch this stuff. Interesting. Is it worth like? Does it see right now in the Bad Batch, like in in the Star Wars timeline? Sorry, ask that again. Where are they right now in the Star Wars timeline? Like, how, how far after Order sixty six are we? Uh, I don't think it's too far off. Um, I see that's actually there's a reference to time in this one because uh, the last season ends where like they face off against Crosshair and he kind of gets on Camino and they leave him there, and then this episode opens where he's finally put into active duty for the Empire, and they're like, "How long did they leave you on Camino?" And he said, "38 cycles." So I don't know. What is a cycle in Star Wars? So, like, maybe a couple weeks. So, it's like, 
I think like it's relatively close to last season and last season pretty much starts right at order 66. That's how the first episode opens. Interesting. Okay. And Sorry, right, you got me? Yeah, I oh perfect. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, I see. All right, I'm back. This should work now. Who yeah. knows? I don't know what's going on. I haven't seen it. I'm gonna catch up. Uh Dale's thinking two years maybe into it. And Heidi says, I can't believe Wado is now leading the bad bad batch. I think she has stock in it because clearly she wants me to watch the show. <laughs> I will watch the Bad Batch um, because I enjoyed season one quite a bit. I just I've been busy and it's I feel like it's not like a, like it doesn't get spoiled so much online the the show. So what's the like? There's no real uh, rush for me to watch aside from entertainment. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have the time, I'm yeah. not going to go out of my way, you know, necessarily to um, to make the time. Do I sound better now? Oh, you know, yeah. I was, like, I was brutal the first time, I think. So, anyway, that, that's my feeling on Bad Batches. I'm very excited for it. I will watch it. We'll mm-hmm. get there eventually. I'm not there yet, uh, but I will be there. Um, and you can go ahead and love it all you want, Brock. Love <laughs> it all you want. I just looked it up. A rotation is basically 24 hours. I think he says 38 rotations. Like, it's the rotation of a planet, which makes sense. Okay. And uh, so he's there. He's like, they, they, he's, trapped on um camino for like a month so it's i don't think it's that long maybe two years from like when we start the series to now it's early in the empire and actually that good thing you mentioned it there's a there is a point where clone troopers or maybe they're human troopers at this point are wearing storm trooping storm trooping storm trooping storm trooper uniforms that are more cl- uh, closer to the common era. The clones are still wearing their like Clone Wars. Really, era, but there is a sort of they. You can see that they're slowly, and like I think a lot of this season is going to talk about like, well, why do I deal with clones when like they don't want to obey? And that a lot of that in this episode like is that. is about that because I like that. I like that we get there because that's one of my things. Is I always thought that stormtroopers were clones until there was a point when like somebody said no they're not but for a while that's why i always kind of thought like when the prequels came out i was like oh so all the stormtroopers are but they're not and i like that they're going to deal with that because it was always like the question like why why isn't why aren't they using droids still in the empire and i remember george lucas was like well droids they're not perfect and i can't do this and that so i like i like when they i like when they deal with with these scenarios um, and I'm excited to see it because I there's parts of Star Wars I love, and everyone knows I love my stormtroopers. Oh, and the, if you want some droids, there's plenty of droids because they this holdout planet that doesn't want to give in to the Empire, uh, giving them control, has a whole droid, uh, uh, separatist droid army of their own. So you're like, yeah, it's like, how can we bring back more prequel stuff? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like. Do it. Remember when they. <laughs> The droids came in Rebels. That was the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> and Mr. So Bones good. in the book series. Uh, what was it? Um, aftermath. What, the aftermath. It's like, oh, just 
uh, bring it back. Like just put a just a random character. You know, it's absolutely. I'm all in. I I love me some droids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're we're starting to get some more. It looks like we're like. Disney is on that track. Hopefully, Mr. Bob Iger doesn't bring them back and take away the prequel stuff. Mr. Bob Iger, although he was there when they they kind of started to bring him. But I'm excited. Have you seen this this uh, stuff, Brock? That um, it looks like Praetorian early uh, Praetorian Guard armor is going to make its way into the Mandalorian season three. Really? It's like no. a rumor. It's a rumor. Some image was leaked. If it's legit or not, I don't know. I haven't read the article. I just kind of saw stuff flying around, floating around the internet. It's not, uh, it doesn't look exactly like a Praetorian Guard in The Last Jedi, but it does look like it's in that same family. And uh, that has me excited. I don't know how they're going to play into it. I'm kind of hoping they, they, I mean, we got the doctor, what's the doctor's name? Dr. Kirsching? Pershing? Pershing. He's back this season. He's in that trailer briefly. I'm hoping we get more um, more Snoky Snoke stuff coming on. And I, I'm not saying I want Snoke to be a major player or a character, or maybe not even Andy Serkis in this role, but more into what's up with that character. Because, you know, with The Force Awakens and all the, the merchandise and the stories leading up to it, you know, the, he'd been around for so long and he watched young Ben Solo when he was a child or in the womb. Or, like there was all that talk way, way back then. And I'd like to see if they're going to dive into that a little bit on this. And Praetorian Guards could be a first step into getting some new Snoke to Snoke material. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it, like the second they showed those tubes with like something in it in Mando season two, you're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, why not? Because it's like, I there's a reference uh, to staying within canon in in the news so keep that in your mind uh but it's just like why like like if if especially i was thinking about this this week uh what was i thinking of it was like uh, i was just thinking about like the skywalker saga and like how there's certain things i like where they're making now it's like it's like this doesn't really feel like the skywalker saga but it's like even though it does take Part I mean, probably was Andor because I finally rewatched all the episodes, and I was just sort of like this. This feels like the new thing. Oh no, sorry, it wasn't Andor. I was thinking about Rebels. It's like Rebels, even though it takes place during original trilogy time period. Like it's just like you're like it's exciting that we have Ahsoka coming up and Hera's going to be in it. Um, Sabine. Thrawn, we're assuming, yeah, Ezra's been cast, like, it's like, that's our new group of characters, can you imagine if, like, I think, I think, oh, maybe it's something to do in, uh, top, uh, not top five, never tell me the odds, where I'm like, yeah, like, could we get, like, a, a Rebels show, live action spinoff out of Ahsoka, or something like that, and I'm like, oh, that would be cool, and then they bring the cartoon back a little bit somehow, maybe they don't call it Rebels anymore, call it something else, which is like, it's like that is how you get your new cast of characters, and it's like even though they subsist in like the Skywalker saga, I was sort of like they're, they're not in a sense. They they it's sort of like occasionally some. It's like they have like a a guest guest special guest star like the love boat where like Leia just drops in Orlando or whatever. I don't know. That just takes like the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in like the timeline of the Skywalker saga. I still think naming it the skywalker saga was called shoot like the same as shooting yourself in the foot in a lot yeah. of ways like 
I don't know what like I, I I think I speculated that it was named after that after like the Infinity Saga, but then uh, our Patreon Aaron showed me a thing from like 2012 that referred to it as the Skywalker Saga. So I don't know. It could even predate Disney, for mm. all if I if I remember correctly, which I don't. It might pre it might actually predate Disney. So. I, I just I just think why why do that to yourself like why be like this is the Skywalker saga and and I think they should have been like the Skywalker saga ended at Return of the Jedi and now let's freaking yeah. move on like it's yeah, still exactly. Star Wars it's still Star Wars it's still episodic it could be Episode 10, 11, 12, 20, whatever you want but just move on be like and the sky and characters from the Skywalker saga just like you said with Rebels can make their way into the next part of it yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't understand why they just didn't do that like like. Marvel does it. That's fine, but Marvel also—they were ahead of the curve on it, and it wasn't the Infinity Saga until like halfway through it, and they're like, "Well, we're gonna wrap it up with the Infinity." It's like, but that's when you got to it, right? Like the yeah, first yeah. Iron Man. When you watch the first Iron Man, you're not like, "This is the first part of the Infinity Saga," because it wasn't like, yeah. like <laughs> it they was didn't phase one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But even like when you like, they didn't handcuff themselves with anything really. It was just like, "This is what's happening," and Skywalker Saga. I mean, it ended like it, it did end in Return of the Jedi. If they would have just kind of let it go, I mean, it could have been the same movies. Just kind of let it go. Don't make it about Skywalker. Make it about Ray, Finpo, whatever, Be- uh, Kylo, and all. And like, just move on. I think that would have been stronger for them and for the audience acceptance of what they were doing. Because a lot of people's problems with uh, Last Jedi, especially, was the way they handled Luke Skywalker. But if you're like, well, Luke Skywalker had his happy ending, you can move on and have a miserable Luke Skywalker, and people might be more accepting to that. The ones that were not. And Heidi brings up a good point that A New Hope was just uh, called was just called uh, episode or was just called Star Wars for a long. I always knew it as Star Wars because I had it taped mm. off of like Vader or something, and I always missed. We always had it missed the beginning. <laughs> so even if it said A New Hope, I would never know because that that copy never uh, said it at all. Uh, but I don't know. That's you're right, though. Like rebels, and and we're going to talk a little bit about this possibility of rebels coming into like they are coming into live action. Hera is obviously confirmed. Ezra is basically I think they're unofficially confirmed, but celebration. You got to see the backside of Hera Syndulla, so fans are very excited about that. Thrawn obviously getting a name drop, and I know Thrawn. And here's the thing with Thrawn, Brock is Thrawn now is a rebels character. He's yeah. not the Infinity Saga character, or not the, <laughs> he's not the heir of the Empire. Thrawn yeah. anymore. He is, he is a Rebels character slash book, but mostly a Rebels character. And and there's a rumor now coming from Bespin Bulletin. I don't know if you got a chance to look at this, that there's a new rumored show uh, from Filoni and Favreau, and it's going by the title working title right now, Ghost Track Seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Track 17. Uh, it is said to be set in the Mandoverse. Uh, again, I, I, that's one thing they should do. If you're going to have a Skywalker saga, have the Mando saga. That's what I think Bo- Book of Boba Fett yeah, exactly. would have benefited. Book of Boba would have benefited from being called like Mando Book of Boba Fett, I think, yeah. in a lot of ways. But anyway, um, so it's a working title. It could be a reference to the Beatles Abbey Road album, one of the most famous examples of a ghost track, which is the common term. This is from Comic Book Bulletin or Comic Book. Dot com is where I'm reading this from. Best from both in broke it, and this is an article in comic book. 
Uh, the commentary for her musical track on an album, the ghost track of Abbey Road was song number 17, Her Majesty, which could be about a princess or queen and some kind of royalty. Obviously, royal titles are a big thing in Star Wars, blah, 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 blah. So uh, ghost track, obviously, my mind when I read that had nothing to do with music. <laughs> but I, I don't think I read the track part. I just saw the word ghost and I was like, Rebels! Rebels live action! Uh, but what, so <laughs> what do you make of of Ghost Track 17 in the Mandovers. Are you happy with more Mandovers stuff and Ghost Track 17? Just fun speculation. Yeah, but like, yeah, fun speculation. But like, if we think about like how like these titles, these working titles, these like whatever, like Blue Harvest has nothing to do with yeah. anything Star Wars. But and like, I've worked on TV sets where like it doesn't say what it is, but they call it something. So that like people that crazy fans that know where studios are aren't really like, oh, that's where they're shooting Kardashians or that's where they're shooting. Uh, what is that? Oh, succession, you know, like, oh, this is succession in here. It's like, no, there's some code word that's like, this is where you go. It's like, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cool. I, I, I like the idea that it's like, it's cold. It's, it's like, but I mean, it's something I want to keep in the back of my mind. So if we ever get this new project, we'll be like, oh, but then at the same note, like Project Starlight or what was it? Project Illumination uh, that for the High Republic series of books. What did they call it? it was oh, like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The what was it called? Yeah. Was something it, Illumination. Which like kind of made sense, but kind of doesn't. But like, it's like, yeah, that's fun. Like, I, I dig when they bring it. They're like, oh, we, this is, we're calling it this. It's like, oh, fine. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah, and this, like, Ghost Track 17 could literally be nothing. It could be, yeah. it could, or it could be something, but we're not privy mm-hmm. to that information yet, right? It could be like, hey, this is actually uh, a surprise storyline or mm-hmm. something that we don't know about, which I'm good with too. Like, I, I look, and hit me up with more of the Favreau Filoni Mandoverse stuff. I know I'm like slowly becoming a minority member of this fan group now, but I'm still all in on it. Like, and look, I loved Andor. Don't get me wrong. If you were like, we're making an Andor verse, I'd be all in on that as well. But from what I know, you're not. So hold on a second. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Things, things are going wrong. Anyway, my point is I am all in on, on on more of that i hope look live action rebels if that's what this is because that's what i immediately speculated it was going to be in my mind because i saw the word ghost mm-hmm. and i'm all in on that because you talked about rebels at the beginning i think rebels is the strongest star wars we've gotten well i shouldn't say that but it, it might be the strongest star wars we've got in this new era of star wars mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. so good it's so good on so many levels and if they're going to bring that into live action, how could how can you how can you be uh, object how can you object to that with how good the characters were, the stories were, and the fact that because it was animated, a massive group of Star Wars fans haven't seen it yet. I don't know. It's. I don't know. It's just like it's. It's. I think about this a lot with a lot of different like franchises and like you know, 
TVs, movie, video games, books. It's like you can't. I can't really. I had a conversation with someone. I was at, or I was at a bar or something, and you know, when you're around me, people just pick up like, oh, he likes what he likes. <laughs> he likes ingesting content. It's like, and then we had I one guy. I was like, oh, I'm playing the new Pokemon game, and they're like, I heard that was garbage. It was like, I can't believe you're playing. I'm like, yeah, man, but it's like it's fun. I like it. It's like they're like, oh, I don't know about you. And then I was like, and then Star Wars came up. I was like. He's like, but Andor is good. I'm like, Andor is fantastic. And he's like, I like you again. I'm like, cool. Like, <laughs> like all right, man. <laughs> so I, it's 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 perplexing, right? Especially in this day and age where like everyone thinks they can monetize anything. It's like, what do people like? I, I don't know. <laughs> like. The, like it's like I love when people are like TikTok. It's a hot new thing. It's like it's not a really new idea, but like yeah, I get I get why it's fun. But it's just like who can understand why anybody wants to do what they do? Crocs are back, James. Nobody understand. No, like nothing makes any sense anymore. You just go with it. <laughs> Did Crocs ever go away? They never went away, but all of a sudden, apparently, they're like the hip new thing to wear. I pass. I pass a store every day, and they have something like over three hundred different types of Crocs. And yeah, stuff. they have it on that. They have a sign like outside. I have a pair of. I got them at Dollarama. They cost me three dollars. Yeah. I got a pair of three dollar Crocs. I've worn them. I wore them all summer once just to piss Aaron off. Because she's like, <laughs> "What are you wearing?" I'm like, "I'm wearing these to piss you off." I don't get. They're uh, they're fake Crocs, so they're not that comfortable. But whatever. I like. Yeah. That. I like. But look, what my my thing is like, if you have a chance to bring rebels characters and situations into live action you've got to you yeah you've got to do it because of how good it was and because it's animated and i know there's going to be a lot of people watching this that, oh, but it's animation's great it's the same it's it is but it's not viewed as on the same level as live action in north america it definitely is not it's definitely more and and look the first season especially the first half of the first season of rebels is 100% made for kids that is a kids show through and through and then all of a sudden season two they're like we're gonna get dark and i think it was season three they're like ezra's gonna throw atsts off a cliff and so you're like what's happening but like the first bit of that show like they took clone wars and they're like this is too dark make the characters rounded make it more for kids and they did that and then filoni did his filoni snaking yeah. and turned it into what he wanted to and i think the one thing for me the rebels always did better than clone wars was it never went as dark as clone wars got like sometimes clone wars got dark and you're like yeah. well this is getting dark but rebels always because i think it was made more for kids and you can argue me and, and disagree with me all you want i just it's subjective but like i just felt like rebels kind of towed that line a little bit rebel than clone wars was able to and i think that was because of the make it for kids mandate so it never it never got too far where clone wars there was sometimes i'm like uh you're getting a little you're, you're getting away from me a little bit in terms of tone, in terms of tone. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like I'd like to think that like whatever Filoni puts his hands to, he's just I think he likes to hear a bunch of different ideas. And he's like, if it works in the grand scheme of Star Wars, I think he allows it to happen, which really explain a lot of yeah. like like, well, why do they do space whales? It's like, well, maybe someone had a cool idea, and then like inevitably it works in the end. You're like, 
oh, okay, cool, very cool. I like this. Or I don't know. It's like Star Wars is like really, really good at making up background characters or like a character you meet once, and then all of a sudden it's like, here, here's a whole series about that guy that's in the background of Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> you know, like it's like I don't know. I'm I I think it's I. I would, I've never heard Filoni say this, but I think he's on the mantra of like, try, just try things, you know, like could work out. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you try something and you fail, you don't go back to it. And they've done that a few times yeah. with stuff. I think, I think they've done that a few times where they've just I've been like, Borg Gullet, not going to come back. It's just not <laughs> in the cards yeah, yeah. for Borg Gullet, who, by the way, Poor Gullet is still like that. Was when Disney first took over, they were like, We're gonna have what was that one in um Wrath Tars and Poor Gullet? You know, and then and then the Kessel run, they're like, We're always gonna have a weird and then milk's and Luke's gonna milk a cow. They always have to have like <laughs> this one weird space thing. Like, what is happening here? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they've kind of shifted from that. I mean, I mean, Star Wars is all about I also Star Wars is all about that, but they really kind of went far on that. Uh, Disney Desi is here. Yes, uh, we're just about to wrap up the show. Brock, you were always scum. <laughs> Rebel actually, scum. <laughs> actually, I do want to bring something up to you. Uh, a very something. This is actually we didn't talk about this beforehand, Brock, because uh, it came up just before we we're going to do it. It's a little bit serious, so I hope everybody can just like chill out for a second. Usually, we'd like to have fun, uh, but it's 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 going to be tough for me to say this. Um, right now because it's always i don't know why you're laughing this is serious it's always hard to to put on a, a brave face when you get disturbing news before or not disturbing like sad news before you do this but we still i still have to do it because i promise you we do it this time but uh <sighs> kathleen kennedy we gotta check the board she's just been fired <laughs> kathleen kennedy out the door she is poop canned, kicked her right to the curb, bam! And uh, they have they've announced her replacement. It is Mike Zero. Mike oh, Zero. perfect! Mike Zero. So take yeah. that, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson's just been zeroed. Take that. Um, God bless Mike Zero. By the way, I don't think I've uh, um, our good friend Sooner Thrawn updated me that he's still making like five videos a day. Good for him. His freaking his worth ethic, or his work ethic, Brock, is like unbelievable. God bless him. I have nothing against him, by the way. I'm sorry. Heidi <laughs> just said Star Wars is dead. <laughs> Do you ever go into the subculture that is social media or like YouTube? I guess it's social media too. There's like the world that all those things have created, and you're like. Oh, that's crazy. Mike Zero uh, making Star Wars, Bespin Bullpen, or you're like Jake Paul, Logan Paul, that Tate guy, or whatever. And it's just like, oh, I can't believe this is all happening. And then you go out into the regular world and none of that happens. No. Like nobody knows what you're talking about. It's like, it's like I just went to I just went to Diagon Alley and I and I went to Hogwarts where like Half the the majority of people don't know what the hell. No idea. <laughs> they have no idea. That's what I love. It's like you see all these like Twitter fights going on, and I'm like, I like okay. For instance, here's even like a bigger one. That what's the what's the the Flash? Uh, Ezra Miller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a friend's house and I was like, oh well, that he or they won't be playing the Flash anymore. And the guy was like, why not? 
No idea. Yeah. No yeah. idea. Yeah. I was like, oh, he didn't carry it. It's like, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Like, people aren't tuned in. But yeah, I know. I'm like, you, got, you say these things and people, they just do not care. And <laughs> uh, Disney does the same that our channel sucks. No, oh. I'm saying other channels. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the chat, but yes, Kevin Kennedy finally fired, replaced by Mike Zero. Now I think we can put Mike Zero in our tags, so maybe we'll get oh. million views. Yeah, we'll get all the views. So you can. Yeah. Honestly, his work ethic is, is are you like, whatever, man. He goes on, says what he says. It's probably all true. I'll bet you he has real insider information. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then Ryan Johnson watches his videos like, we got to change this. Luke was going to be very powerful. <laughs> Luke was going to be a very powerful, positive Jedi. And then Mike Zero ruined it. So now he's got to be miserable and go milk a space cow. Put it down. <laughs> that would be phenomenal. I'm all in on that. <laughs> <laughs> We need, we need more. How did we get on this? Rebels live action got to happen. Yeah. Aaron will never watch Rebels, but if they were in live action, she would 100. Which is honestly, if you think about it, it's even more ridiculous because you go from animation, which is like sketches, like a lot of like art like that, to like here's some makeup on somebody. Like, not, and like a lot of respect to makeup artists. I'm not saying that, but you're going from a cartoon to like a puppet, essentially. For some reason, people are more in that, like they'd rather watch that than the animated stuff. And I, I think Rebels. Uh, and the care and love that was put into it deserve it. And the thing with Rebels 2 that they're doing with Mandalorian is it tied into Last Jedi, or not Last so the sequel trilogy. Remember the, the Cross Saber and stuff? Like, they were doing little, like, not over the top, but little things to tie into it. I really love that. I appreciate that. And that's one thing I love about the Mandoverse, all that we've gotten so far, um, is that they really want to push us in the direction of the movies not away from the movies necessarily like going yeah, towards but you respect you don't even have like i don't even know if everyone feloni like the sequels but they have to and they seem to be respecting them enough to push us in the direction of those stories like you always say with the clone wars and the prequels yeah yeah no you're absolutely right it's like the living embodiment of the leonardo dicaprio meme where he's like ooh. It's like a Star Wars movie where you have see something in the background you recognize or in front of you. It's like, oh, 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 where's my camera? It's like, it's like, that's, that's all you want. It's, that's half of the, it's, you know what it is? We're a generation that grew up on Where's Waldo? And it's like the second you find that guy in the crowd, you're like, there he is. Like it's yeah, so we we go in for that. So, but it's like the storytelling needs to be good, and Rebels was a good example of it. The Andor as well. I've rewatching that like that show. It's just like mediocre. Yeah. So good, man. So good. I'm just like ah. Uh. <laughs> there was something I noticed on the second viewing. I can't remember what it was, but it's just like it's like that's sick. That's really oh, you know what it is? It's like last episode with uh, Cassian. He's like. He's not part of any of that battle that happens in the streets at Marva's like funeral. No, he's, he's like he's avoiding it. <laughs> yeah, and he's like watching in like the little pillar things, like looking out at it. It's phenomenal. That show is, I don't know. It was like it, it. I thought it was just fantastic, but it's not. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. It's like Endor's phenomenal, but it's not made for kids, so it's not going to sell yeah. toys. 
Because I was at I was at Walmart today or yesterday, probably today, probably both days to be honest. But I was at Walmart and they had uh, their Hallmark ornaments are seventy five percent off. Yeah. So I walked in. I was like, "You son of a gun!" I already bought Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. I had Boba Fett, and, and I think I got Boba. I hope I have Boba Fett. If not, I'm gonna buy them tomorrow. But I, I had, but I had a Vader one. I already have a Vader, but it's a different Vader this year. And I was like, "Well, for two dollars, like it's two dollars, bro. Yeah, yeah. How much they cost?" I'm like, for two dollars, it says Obi Wan on it, and he's like this, and his eyes are red. I'm like, I will buy you for two dollars. You can go on my shelf, fine. So I bought it, but I noticed when I'm looking at it, it was all they had left was like a Monopoly Man one, and a Black Panther, mm. and a ton of Star Wars. No, no Baby Yoda, and I and I think one Mando. They had a bunch of Boba Fett's. The only, there was only the one Vader that I saw, and a lot of Obi Wan Kenobi's. And I've got to be honest with you, I bought that Obi-Wan Kenobi in like October. It does not look anything like <laughs> any Obi-Wan Kenobi we've ever gotten. It's really terrible. Um, so that might be why it's there. But it was, I looked at it and I said, wow, there's a lot of Star Wars remaining. Like there was Black Panther, but like the percentage was way more in Star Wars there. And I talked to a friend who was at another Walmart, that day, or a couple Walmarts that day, and he said that all they had left was basically Star Wars. I was like, mm. why? Why is this a, a problem? And 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 that I don't know. There's like Star Wars in the last, like like in the Disney era, especially. And you know, Fantasia always talks about it, especially in Canada. You can't get half the Black Series they make, and all they make is Black Series. Like, there's no affordable Star Wars figures really for anybody anymore. And I think with the Star Wars we've gotten, Baby Yoda is brilliant because he sells Grogu. I know his name. And Mando's brilliant because it's because it's connected, but like we haven't, there hasn't been the Star Wars that has hit kids in a long, long time. And I'm wondering what's going on, but I'm also looking at it, and I'm like, there's like I look in that toy section, and, and like there's it's oversaturated with everything now. Like if I was a kid now, I'm like you can get everything. You couldn't get a Super Mario toy when I was a kid. Sonic the Hedgehog wasn't even a thing. You couldn't get these toys. There's Mario. There's Sonic. There's there's not a lot of Ninja Turtles either. There's Transformers, there's Batman, Super like at Marvel is like everywhere, Spider-Man especially. And then Star Wars has this little pocket and it's all like forty-five dollars <laughs> for for like for like things that are painted piss poorly half the time. And it's just I don't know. I, I, I think Star Wars <laughs> this is gonna sound crass, I think. Maybe that's the wrong one. But I think Star Wars needs to go back to what George Lucas was all about. And that's merchandise. <laughs> like it needs to. We need. We need kids to have Star Wars figures. Now, my cousin's son, who's five, they gave him a Lola uh, Android thing. My cousin Lara, his her her son Antonio, he got a, a Lola. She had no idea, by the way, what this thing was. She just got it for him, and a man <laughs> and a Mando with Grogu toy. I'm like, that's awesome. But there's just not enough of that anymore. And this is me on my soapbox saying we need more star wars toys in the stores and uh you know because it's just not there and when i was a kid i mean phantom menace i know it didn't sell well but dude you couldn't walk two feet into a toy store or a walmart and not see phantom menace merchandise yeah i don't know i don't really understand the marketing of certain toys anymore like i've brought this up before it's like the Batman has a whole bunch of action figures and whatever, which, you know, yes. it's, it's Batman, but it's just like, 
this movie's not for kids. Like, <laughs> this is like, I thought the Batman was good. It's kind of depressing, though. I'm not going to watch it. Like, I thought Joker was good. I'm not going to rewatch that a bunch of times because it's a little too real. Like, if they make a second, the Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson, will I watch it? Absolutely. I thought it was great. But, like, it's just, like, it's so weird. But, one, <laughs> I was at Walmart the other day, saw those same uh, those um, ornaments. But I also walked by the toy section just to check because you never know what's going to be in there. And yeah. I saw a Black Series Wicket. And I almost bought it. Oh, but it was forty five dollars. It was like thirty. It was thirty five, but like it's just like that's too I'm much. I'm like, though. and it, it was cool because it's you know how they they just they've occasionally don't do the box. It's in yeah, like yeah, the yeah, jewel yeah. case, like that. the old school. Yeah. I'm like, oh, but it's just like I can't. I like, saw, yeah, no, sorry, go ahead. I saw. No, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just going. I'm tripping over you, but because I, I saw a Riva um, vintage series thirty. Mm. Five dollars. Yeah, was that's three, the price. Three and three quarters. Three and three quarters, though. Oh. I'm like, well, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not spending thirty-five dollars on a Reva that size. Give me a break. But then, like, the other ones are like eighteen dollars. I'm like, that's still too much money for that size. Like, it's that big. My like, if if those toys were eighteen to thirty-five dollars when I was a kid, we wouldn't be having a Star Wars podcast right now. <laughs> I'll tell you that because no yeah. one in the '80s would have watched Star Wars. Because I don't think I started Star Wars by watching the movies. I think it was by playing with these toys that were bought for me and that were handed down to me because they were affordable and parents would buy them for their kids for Christmas, for birthdays, for whatever. And But now I, they're only for collectors. And I saw an article a little while ago. I didn't read it because I don't read. But it was about that. And it just, it's frustrating. Like Star Wars should, like they, they, they claim Star Wars for everybody. Everybody says that, but Hasbro. Hasbro, Star Wars is for the rich 40-year-old collector. <laughs> That's right, Screenlight. <laughs> I will say this. We are in Canada, and you can go to a Toys R Us. So, sorry about it, America. Um, I will <laughs> say, <it's> like, <laughs> they do still have a Star Wars section, and usually pretty sizable. And there are often... I don't go to Toys R Us a lot, but when I do, I go check it out. And the, their section will have a little bit more and a lot stuff like I only see at Toys R Us. So there is that, which yeah. makes sense. It's a toy store. And like, let's be honest, Walmart is just like, you get in, you get out. Like, that's it. Like, it's not. I, their toy section has diminished. Oh, absolutely. Rap, like, bat, like, it's it's a, it's basically a joke at this point. And like, the likelihood is you go into their section, it's and it's maybe there's blank spots. It's like there's collectors that will know when these Walmarts restock and like hit it up real quick. Cause it's like you go and you're like, you go and you look at the star Wars and there's only, there's maybe five black series on the thing, but they're all the same thing. It's like that's no one just ships like 20, uh, like, uh, Jakku rays, like in like five years after the movie. And that's it. Like, no, it's been picked over into something. I I have no proof behind this, but it's like it kind of that is kind of frustrating for a lot of people because it's like that's the problem. It's like Kenner releasing those those action figures back in the day started a revolution where you're like, whoa, yeah. like I guess GI Joe might have had it, but like that Darth Vader that opened up and you put the figures in, like it 
promoted the idea of like get as many as you can because look you have to fill 15 squares so it's like it's like this is what 30 years of that does so i i don't know it's like you're not wrong i i'm that's crazy that a three and a half inch figure was 35 dollars but like yeah i don't know supply chain <laughs> yeah but i it just it, it's frustrating like it anyway that's my soap box right yeah as, as privileged privileged people in north america it's like i kind of don't hate it because then when you do see it you're like wow it's like if it reminds you of what it like you like to be like oh maybe in luck of the draw you'll find something it's that is the the wonder of the hunt right it, i don't know but yeah it's it's yeah no there's not going to be andor merchandise they're not even andor shirts but like but andor is more child friendly than the batman oh absolutely i mean I, 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 and the thing is and the thing is your argument and i'm not against i'm not going against you but like your argument is like batman like kids love batman so why not make toys from the batman yeah they don't need to watch the movie of the batman to enjoy batman figures yeah. but sure. andor is in star wars and kids love star wars you can yeah. make andor figures and not worry about kids wanting to watch andor i i, I just it's just frustrating to me i just it's you know and i think it's i'm not even really in the mood to buy anything right now like i don't really care yeah but, yeah. I, but it's just like i just i just see it i'm like what could be you know it's like I'll, <laughs> like the only things left because it's again it's frustrating it's like the only hallmark things left are like two black panthers a monopoly man and a thousand obi-wan kenobis it's like okay, Obi Wan Kenobi of all of those is the most boring looking one. It's just a dude with a beard and like a blue lightsaber. But like, and then you look at the box office and and Avatar is just like, I, I don't even know what the how to describe Avatar. It's just like every like they're like it's not gonna make any money. No, it's gonna make all the money. Yeah. But like, but then Star Wars is like we don't know what to do in the movies. It's like, ah, like what is happening here? We it's fine. The Fableman, the Fablemans won the Golden Globe yet this week. They're gonna take are, over the box office. <laughs> are people okay with the Golden Globes again? Because there was a lot of like they hated them for a while. Because I mean, the Golden Globes is the weirdest award show because everyone hates the Golden Globes until it until it like fits like the narrative they needed to. Like we want yeah. Fablemans the way they won. We love the Golden. It's weird. And I can't believe it was on a Tuesday night. I had no idea what was going yeah. on until like afterwards. <laughs> I also, I've also stopped like award shows. The Oscars are the worst award show. Oh yeah. <laughs> In every respect. And, and uh, the only award show I watch are the Fanny Awards on the Andrew Fantasia YouTube channel. Oh, that's a huge coming, Which will be, <laughs> he does do them. Man. They're like a five day, he does like a five day thing. And he talks about like, his fa- I don't think he does like his favorite movie. He does like best. It's like the MTV Awards, but with Andrew Fantasia hosting, and he wears his <laughs> suit, and he has like a fake clap track and stuff yeah. on it. You gotta check it out. He'll be doing it. Uh... He'll be doing it later. Anyway, did Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser didn't win, did he? I don't think so. I I read over the thing because I saw K uh, K Hu Kwan get accept like best supporting right. for everything everywhere all at once, and, yeah, and that'll just punch you in the feels. <laughs> Well, I mean, and award shows always do this, where you should have got nominated for another performance, but instead you win it for this one. And he should have got it for for Goonies, but instead <laughs> he's getting it for this one. By the way, short round is the best, and I, I, it, it 
I'll, like I'm pissed off he's not in a new Indiana Jones movie unless it's like a huge surprise and they shot it last week because I was like dude bring him back I love short round my mom one time wore a baseball cap and for an entire week my dad called my mom short round and this was <laughs> and this was like two years ago this isn't even that long ago and I'm like dad how do you remember that character he can't remember like anything but he remembers short short round needs to come back spin up there's your Disney Plus show about freaking short round. Do that. Well, he is he is going to be in the new season of Loki. Apparently, that when you look at his IMDb, I'm like, oh, that's exciting. So, I haven't seen the first season of Loki, but I might watch the second. Oh, you got it if you want to understand Ant Man Quantumania. <laughs> I saw the trailer for Ant Man Quantumania, and nothing about it made me say I need to watch Loki. Austin Butler won for Elvis, as he should. I heard that the Elvis movie is not very good. Uh, and I gotta, I just gotta put this one up from Screenlight off topic, but really want to see Brendan Fraser's uh, Firefly in, in uh, the Batgirl movie. Hundred percent Screenlight oh, yeah. with you. I want to see that as well. My computer would have been there. Absolutely. I don't know what's happening. I'm just clicking on things now. Uh, bunch of pretentious, pretentious artists congratulating, congratulating. From mm. so that's the Oscars. Is when the worst is when they all come up on stage and they're like divine like and they just say like you're like what are you doing they have like a weird like they just sit and like say words of like pompous pretentiousness to each other and let's go to the odds never tell me the odds hold on i can't see my screen give me a second here we go odds navigating an asteroid field is approximately three thousand seven hundred Brock, I'm really going to need you to take the lead on our Patreon because I can't open my email. So I, can't <laughs> I'll read even, all I, can't, I can't even see who our, I can't even see what the odds are. Luckily, someone's going to be reading to us, but I don't know if I'll be able to hear that either. So yeah. You might have to take the lead on this. I'm trying to open it because I'm on yeah. my phone now, so I, I'm kind of stuck. <clears> but anyway, never tell me the odds, but us by our lovely Patreon supporters. Some of you are in the chat right now. Ooh, I got it open. If you like what we do, why don't you head on over to patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast and help us work out the kinks. Help us allow nothing, James to open his emails. Just anything, because we don't know what we're doing and we need your it. help. He's got it. He's in. He's in. But anyways, if you like what we do, go ahead, help, go ahead and head over to patreon.com slash Podcast and support us. We would greatly appreciate it. We will love you forever like we love the following people. Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D., Josh Price. Matt W., Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play One. Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Kayla, Davis, Dale Ehrman, Girls with Sabres, and the Denner. Gotta say, Denner's really fast because Josh has become a very controversial figure on the YouTube. He's like Mike Zero territory of controversial. I haven't talked to him in a while. It's because, you're making him he, sound like Voldemort, man. He doesn't. It doesn't. It's not a thing. That's just all pretend. It's all pretend because he, he gives the second us you give dollar. in, you give them power. So he gives us a dollar. Uh, thank you, everybody, for your support. It really means a lot to us. Uh, all right, we're going to do something a little bit different today for the odds. I'm going to play somebody talking to us about these odds. 
Um, well, I didn't mean to do that one. Hello, what's happening? Here we go. All right. <laughs> All right, our first on. Here we go. Uh, to the author himself. Oh, I hope I can hear this. Alexander Fantasia here, and I have odds for you because I'm an odd person, so I carry a lot of those around with me. Here are three odds for you to talk about today, and I want you to show your work. This is like an elementary school school test. Ready? Here we go. Odd number one, what are the odds that Snoke, everybody's favorite character, will appear in three of the Mandalorian? Ooh, Brock, will Snoke make, will Snokey Snoke make an appearance? Thank you, Andrew Fantasia from the Andrew Fantasia YouTube channel, who has the Fanny Awards coming up. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say this, <laughs> But we should really get him to read the questions every week, but we should have him sit in front of a green screen so then we can like, where's, where's my, so he pops off at the bottom corner, like here, like it's a, a Twitch stream. He's like, Hey, Hey, true believers. Like he's Stanley. Hey, yeah. scumbags. Uh, what are the, uh, like, I'm like, that's pretty good. Like, you don't, it's just him on the bottom. Like, uh, like, uh, like the, when you'd watch TGIF and like the characters, in the next episode would pop up like stay tuned for step by step um anyways but going to the question uh i think i already said this before i would love any kind of reference to snoke in season three of mandalorian <sighs> will it happen i'm gonna go full brock on this because it's like it felt like they were hinting at in season two but like they i they've also st set the framework for a lot of like interesting stuff to come so maybe it'll work so i'm gonna go full brock on this one yeah I, disney Disney just says he already has that was season two we kind of got like that little sneak peek which season two feels like so long ago because of uh book of both that um i i'm gonna go full brock as well what a cop out but i i, I do i think we kind of saw him and i really want them to lean in that direction i don't know if they will this season if it is going to be a four season story i'm also curious if it's going to be four seasons if season four is going to be next year or if we're going to get skeleton crew and then another show and then another show and then the finale of mandalorian or if mandalorian is going to cap it all off i don't know how it's going to go so i i'm going to go full brock on it because i would love to see it but i i just i don't know if that's what they're going to do uh so full brock let us know your odds in the comments below and to the live thing on the side all right andrew hit us up with our second odd today what are the odds the Yuzhan Vong will appear in a Disney Plus series and be made canon again? Ooh, Yuzhan Vong, Brock. People hated them in Legends, and now everybody only likes Legends because it's Disney, and people hate everything that Disney does. So what do you think Yuzhan Vong appearing Maybe in Ghost Track 17. <laughs> I think it's it's an amazing like choice because like even if it's not exactly them, like something similar to it, like why not? It was a cool idea. I didn't read any of that, but like I remember checking in on something and like what? Like like it was it it like it was a worthwhile story in the Dark Horse era of Star Wars, so it's like it like why wouldn't you do it uh it happening 
I'm gonna go thirty percent, but like, you know, you, it's, like it's a no-brainer. You're gonna need you need villains. You need villains, and you need villains that you can dispose of. So like weird yeah. monster hairy guys that you shoot. Boom. And you stick with and and you stick with villains and characters that the audience, your core audience, already is aware of. To give them that familiarity, so I'm going to go 61% on it, and I, I don't think it's going to be exactly. They might change the name a little bit. I think it will be the same type of thing, and I think the Ahsoka show with Thrawn is going to lead us more into that direction a little bit because also you have to figure out what is what is the point of the Mando universe, right? Like, what's it all going to be? Is it all going to be about Mandalorian, Man, Mandalorian, Mandalore, or is it going to be about? something bigger and this gives you the opportunity to be something bigger allows you to have thrawn in it maybe thrawn ends up having to help out the heroes in a way because he's smart and he can figure them out so i'm going to go 61 percent because i think that's a it's a it's a pos- plausibility for it but uh you know they they did ig 11 which is the original one i cannot remember IG-88. IG88, they did IG88, but it changed to IG11. Some people want to get upset. So I think I think we're gonna the same type of thing is gonna happen here where we're gonna get a use on Vong because it makes sense to have to have a threat coming, uh, and the one that we already know for, for that sake. And let's go over to Andrew for our final odd. What are the odds the skeleton crew show will bring back an original tr- character, classic character, and they'll be done in a same way, technologically speaking, mm. as Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. Those are my odds. Take them or leave them. Please don't leave them. If you take them, I'd really appreciate it. Back to you guys. The thing I like about Andrew is that he really knows how to yes and himself. <laughs> I'm I'm leaving them. <laughs> Oh, oh no! This is the best. I totally make my make my belt my thing big again. I totally hit the wrong button. Which one do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. It's a hard answer or hard question to answer because. Do we know when Skeleton Crew takes place? Like, I know there was no, a they, couple announcements not. on that, but like, not that specific. No, so no, original trilogy character. Yeah, I, but it is. I believe it is in the Mandoverse, so it's got to be in that Ooh, in okay, a gotcha. time period. But the thing is, what is the Mandoverse? Like, is mm-hmm. the Mandoverse just like a ten-year period in between the OT and this ST, mm-hmm. or is it? Or is it whenever the hell Favreau and Filoni want to make something that connects to what they're doing? It could be it could take place during the prequel area era. It could take place during the High Republic, but it all connects to what they're doing. Like you don't really know. I'm guessing there's like a time frame that all takes place in that small gap there, but who knows? I'm gonna go 100 percent on both of these questions. Like yes, yes, they're gonna do that, and they're going to use the technology like. Like, yeah, maybe Luke isn't exactly perfect in either season, or, well, season two of Mando, season one of Boba Fett. But it'd be decent, like, yeah, you can just slap someone else's face on a a young actor or whatever if it 
uh, you have to worry about what the age is. So yeah, no, hundred percent. In Star Wars, like they're gonna drop in some character, you know, maybe not OT, depending, but like, like hundred percent is gonna happen. And they did it, like we talked about Rebels a little while ago. They did it in Rebels. We got Lando, we got Leia, we got a lot in Rebels. I think we got young Luke running in the background on Tatooine. Yeah, like, I mean, we we've gotten these characters before. It's just it's been an animation, so we haven't had to worry about the deep fake and whatnot. I'm going to go 75%. Why not? 75.23%. Why not? Uh, they're good at it. I know people like to call it fan service, but Star Wars is fan service. Even Andor had Easter eggs slash fan service and all that stuff. That's what makes it fun. It's that Leonardo DiCaprio moment that you mentioned. That's what we're here for. We're here for a story about these characters that we know and love. Now you can expand and give us more characters, but if you inter- you weave in and out the characters that we already know and love, it makes us even more engaged in it. No, it doesn't have to necessarily be an entire episode like they did with Luke Skywalker and Book of Boba Fett season two, which I absolutely, or season one, which I absolutely love, and I will die on that hill. But at the same time, uh, I think it's going to happen. So 70, whatever I said, 0.23%. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, Thanks to Andrew for this week's odds. Uh, I guess um, he he wanted to be a part of the show. I don't know why, uh, but he is. And uh, Brock, you have some news? I have some news. All right, here we go. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow My mic is muted. Hollow news. The news you need to know right now. Everyone's favorite actor, Nicholas Cage, is at it again. Pedro Pascal said that before he was trying to to recruit Nicholas Cage into the world of Star Wars, but the legendary actor said he was had no plans to ever join the historic franchise. Speaking to Yahoo Entertainment in a recent interview, Cage acknowledged that Pascal, who co-starred in the unbearable weight of massive talent alongside Cage, had to co- tried to convince him to get into a Star Wars series, but the actor isn't interested at all. No, is the answer Cage said, and I'm not really down. I'm a Trekkie, man. I'm on the Star Trek. I'm on the Enterprise. That's where I roll. <laughs> so, sorry, everyone. No Nicolas Cage. No face-off. Uh, in an unexpected move, the official Star Wars YouTube channel posted three lo-fi ambience mixes to their channel beginning in the late 2022. The video contains various themes and lo-fi tunes or no ter- tunes, starting with Life Day Star Wars lo-fi on November 17, 2022, featuring Kashyyyk and num- numerous Wookiees wearing Life Day robes and holding Life Day orbs. This particularly dig- digitally created lo-fi beat contains that sound like a harp, a pan flute, Occasional Wookiee talk and birds chirping. It's cheerful, relaxing, and meditative. The perfect combination for background work or reading music. Uh, And then our final news. When asked about the Bad Batch sharing the same post-Republic period as Obi-Wan Kenobi and Andor, show producer Brad Rao explained to the direct how the animated series has more wiggle room and who the showrunners look to in order to navigate the asteroid field that is Star Wars canon. He said, honestly, we're still a little bit earlier than those shows. We do have a little bit more wiggle room, you might say, for our Star Wars space dads. (laughs) Even though both Obi-Wan, Kenobi, and Andor included flashbacks at early points in time, as Rao noted, the bulk of the shows themselves take place later on in this post-war period. So they're they're just sort of uh, just living in the now. And you got to just live in the now because this is your Hollywood News. 
This is where I awkwardly smile at the screen. Ah, there it is. <laughs> I was trying to find, so I didn't have my top five written in the email. It was written on my phone, so I had to mm-hmm. to send my phone over. But it's time now for top five. This was the top hardest five. top five we've done in a long time for me. Uh, I just want to let you know this is top five Grogu moments. <laughs> and I was like, all of them, please, all of them. But I, I had to narrow it down to five. So I don't know if this is, I really wanted him eating the eggs to be in it. There's a lot of eating, like the, 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 the macaroon, you know, I wanted. But instead, my number five, um, it's, it's, it's one of his best moments for me. Uh, and I think for, for the Mandalorian, it's uh, episode two of the Mandalorian, which you know is my favorite live action Star Wars show, Brock, uh, episode. Um, and that is when he uses the force on the mud horn. That first time when his little hand comes up, you see his like hand come up and he uses the force. And it was like, just like that moment of like, oh, all right, we got this. So that's my number five. My number five is when he's the balloon in the parade and you're like, we've done it. <laughs> we've finally done it. <laughs> that's my number five uh, my number four is when he's sipping the tea when he's sipping the tea uh, with everyone's favorite Kara Dune I don't know if you're allowed to say that name anymore but Kara Dune was in that episode that was my favorite he just like waddles out I'm like, mm, like I've got goggles yeah. that, that's my number four as well the, the, uh, the, the, the scene that launched a million memes no, no, I mean. <laughs> I wish he actually ate some chicken nuggies. That would be on here as well. Chicken nuggies. Um, my my number three is uh, when he was going after that frog in that episode. I'd probably the same episode. I have no idea anymore. Uh, but he's going after the frog. I love that frog. And then he ate the frog and whatever. Uh, Baby Yoda. Uh, my number three is going to be from season two. It's kind of... I'm conflicted. I want to say the episode where he talks to to uh ah- ahsoka through the like, the force that's, that's pretty sweet and that's where we get the reveal that his name is grogu but the episode two episodes prior to that where they're on that planet where boba fett finally comes out in his like gear and um yeah. he's but like grogu's on that mountain and there's like it's getting hit with the he's like talking through the force to inevitably talk to ahsoka i guess and it's just like that was so cool. And I was like, that captured my imagination. I'm like, you could be doing so many things with that. Like, I think I pitched the idea that we get an episode where you get to hear what's in his, like what he's hearing through the force while all that other stuff is going on. Um, yeah, I would love to return to that. I think that's a really cool moment. Uh, it is a great, almost very list. I almost put down him sleeping on the rock. That was the part that I almost put on. <laughs> It is, a, it is a wonderful moment, though. Mine is when, my number two now is when he used the Force on the Rancor in uh, Book of Boba Fett. Was that your number two or number three? Two, when he sleeps next to, did I do number, I did number three, did I not? We do, yeah, yeah. We're at, sorry, we're at two now, yeah. Two. Yeah, yeah, when he sleeps next to the Rancor, when he's with the Rancor in the Book of Boba Fett, I love that moment. <laughs> my number two is sort of like the, the chirpy conversations that he and Mando or Mando just says at him when they're in like the cockpit of the, uh, oh God, what's uh razor crest? Like just, and the whole like interaction with the ball and, and all, all in the first season, right? Like I like that back and forth. I know that's a bunch of different scenes, but like, that's really cool. It's like 
the magic of Star Wars where like a character that doesn't talk still is able to communicate with all the people around. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Grogu's the greatest. And we could go on for hours on Grogu. My number one is do the wavy hand thing. And then when he has like that big moment in the finale of season one of The Mandalorian with the flame troopers and he like throws the flame back. It's just a, a great baby Yoda moment. My number one, it's the first time we see him, the E.T. moment where Mando puts his finger out and his hand goes up and you're just like, you no, we didn't know what we were going to. It was amazing reveal and you're like, what? And then it was just like, it's just, it's like that moment's like, hey, I said it was 50 years Star old. Wars is back, baby. That's what it was like. James, I was like, I was like, I, I, like, baby. I love that you equated <laughs> that with ET, and I was like Sistine Chapel. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, that's a great. That almost made my list. I didn't put it on there, but that, like, remember the first episode of Mandalorian came out. We talked to each other at six in the morning that day, but I remember yeah. we we watched it, and and it was a good episode, but it wasn't like mind blowing, right? It was just it was good. You're like, this is fine. Like, it's Star Wars. It's fun, whatever. Yeah. And then that happened. And like, and and the thing is, there was like this moment of like, oh, oh, and and you could just feel like a thousand lives, like Alderaan being blown up, like yeah, all yeah. of all of Earth, like stopped at like three a.m. Like before we were like, Earth just stopped that day, and was like, I'm in love. Like everybody in unison, like the world got together, like we are the world, like a Coke commercial in the 70s, like they held hands and they were like, we love each other. Thank you, baby Yoda. And it was just like everybody, like every single person, my my niece who was, I guess, six at the time, she was watching it with her dad and her dad went into the kitchen because the show was over. He's like, whatever, I'm leaving. And she goes, it's baby Yoda. And she hadn't seen any Star Wars at that point, but knew what a baby Yoda was. Like baby Yoda the that moment and i think that that was the moment too where everybody's like well now i'm obsessed with this show because of because of that could you imagine watching that in a like full theater full did they ever watch that episode at at, um celebration no because that that would have like that would have like i would love to have watched that with like 500 people around me like could you imagine the noise that would have happened when they showed Gro- uh, Baby Yoda Grogu at them? <laughs> like, ah, but you'll never, you'll never be able to. The only chance you'll get is to like show it to like a group of like young people in 10, 20 years. But if, no, it wouldn't be the same because you'd be like, it won't have the same. Yeah, it won't be the same. It was and like here, watch like <laughs> these like ten other movies, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was a moment, and they somehow kept it for us, and mm-hmm. yeah, it, they held it from us. There was no merchandise. We had to wait a year for merchandise. And the thing is, like that show came out right at Christmas time, right? yeah. November twelfth. <laughs> November twelfth is like if they would have, I mean, it would have leaked, but you would like they probably lost millions of dollars yeah, on merchandise. Yeah. I'm sure over time they've made that up. But like mm-hmm. you know, like at the time, that was probably a tough pill for start for Disney to swallow. They're like, "Well, we will, but we're gonna we're gonna lose a lot of money." They're like, "Yeah, you're gonna lose a lot of money, but you're gonna gain." I think they gain more from doing it than not. 
So yeah. that's a it is a, it is a great moment. Didn't make my list because I'm I'm more shallow than that. I <laughs> I believe in eating frogs and rancors and mudhorns and stuff. So that that's yeah. great. Uh, let's hear top five in the comments. Thanks everybody. The chat has been wild tonight. This has been awesome. Yeah, having a lot of fun reading it all. Uh, yeah anyway brock anything else let's wrap this up this was a great show my phone held out the internet held out on my phone of course right here bam multiple james's am i the bad batch we don't know <laughs> we don't know i might be the bad batch like how delayed it's not bad it's not it seems bad. to have caught up a bit yeah, it might, you know what, it probably is working fine. But I, that clone of me is in. So what happened was I was going to do it in my office, Brock, but my yeah. Aaron like put Selena to sleep and she's like, don't do it in there. You're too loud because they're side by side, like the rooms. Yeah, right. So right. I was like, well, I'll do it over here and I'll have a, and I'll have a, a backdrop and whatever. But then it didn't work and you can't do a backdrop on your phone. So these are candle boxes. Where are they? Here. These are candle boxes. <laughs> and uh, that's a picture from our wedding. Yeah, uh, which you you were at, and this is a window. Thanks. <laughs> so it's like the crappiest backdrop ever. Anyway, Brock, we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you everybody for watching. Give us a like, subscribe. Blah 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 blah. Brock, anything else you want to say? Um, watch Willow on Disney Plus. That show is amazing. Have you have it's to. Good. Don't watch Aaron, Bad Batch. Watch the Willow. Watch Willow. No, so Erin is a massive Willow fan. Like she, oh. I've never met someone who liked Willow until her. Like she's like, we had to before before Disney Plus, Brock, when we lived in the apartment, we had to find like an illegal copy on YouTube to watch because you couldn't buy it. You couldn't find it anywhere for like years. Mm. So we watched this like like this like this like 480 or less quality version of it on YouTube because she was obsessed with it. She's looking forward to the show. She's a binge watcher, like I've said many times. So we will be watching it, but I'm not going to watch it without her because she is like, all these like Star Wars fans are pretending to be Willow fans now, which yeah. I find hilarious. And they don't seem to like it. I'm like, well, it's not Star Wars. It's completely different. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what Aaron thinks of Willow more than anything. I'm not a massive Willow fan. I enjoyed it, but she is like, she quotes what, like she can't remember what she had for Ooh. dinner two hours ago, but she quotes Willow to me on a daily basis. She's done that like for, for 10 years. It's the weirdest, I know it's like the weirdest thing. And I, 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 she just, she quotes it. And so she's, she, uh, yeah, she'll watch Willow for sure. So I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Cause I, did, oh, uh, I haven't even sorry. finished watching like the last episode, which came out today. And I'm like, I was laughing in the last episode. There's so many fun parts. There are times where they play modern music for almost no reason, but it works. And you're just like, but like, and it still is like a great show about like might and magic sort of Dungeons and Dragons. It's like, it's great. Shout out to Disney Desi's channel. Yeah. I told her to put the link up. uh, Yeah. Like great show. Can't suggest it enough. And you're like, Wow, 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 wow. It's like thumbs up to like Warwick Davis like delivering on that character, but then not like like he's not the focus of the show. He's there. But it's 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 like Andor where he's like he's there and he's developing as a character, but then all these other characters are immer like immersed around him and are so interesting. It's like it's perfect. Or I don't know if it's perfect, but it's great. I can't suggest it enough. All right, well, I'm going to check that out. Disney Desi put the link in the uh, 
comments or whatever the chat. Well, I'll check it out. I'm going to check it out after I watch the show. I'm going to binge it probably all tonight. We'll see how it goes. But this has been a lot of fun. We went long today, last week short, today long. Uh, and I think, Frog, that's because you were always. Hold on. Hold on. There. You were always scum. Rebel scum. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Rebel Scum Podcast for all the latest videos.